sound a bit stupid me saying that because you will have actually already heard me this year on a previous Wednesday and Friday but this is our first Monday of 2024 and so I wanted to start off the year together afresh and to talk a bit about the whole new year new me new year's resolution kind of thing so I want to talk to you lot where are you at Some people will be starting the year feeling fine and dandy and ready to roll, carry on as normal, you know, just just happens to be another year, another January. And others will have started off feeling like it's time for life changes. Which one are you? I am in need of some fucking changes, I feel, really. Especially after a long December, which started with me being really ill and having surgery at the same time and then the exhausting Christmas period Christmas always does make me feel a bit weird and sad anyway. Not for any good reason. I don't know why it does. I've got no weird connection to Christmas bad times, but just does. And it was my first Christmas since my nan died in July. And we had her sister-in-law's funeral three days before Christmas on the 22nd of December. And my nan's sister was like the last of that generation of my family. So it always felt like a particularly kind of sad end of the year. The lack of routine also messes me up so badly. I don't know if it's an ADHD thing. I don't know if it's an everyone thing. But I always find that period, especially that gooch period, you know, they call it the gooch, you know, the bit between the bum and the vagina, you know, that perineum, whatever it's called. That is how you represent them them days between Christmas and New Year where you don't know what's going on. You don't know what day it is. You're eating the weirdest arrangements of leftover foods. If you have children, oh my God, it's just constant, incessant sounds of whatever electric toys they've got. And I also ended the year feeling really like heavy and bloated and fragile and exhausted and just a bit vulnerable. So I felt like the start of 2024 really felt like a signal to me to refresh, start looking after my body and my mind, you know, really put in some proper resolutions. The whole New Year's resolution thing is actually quite a divisive topic, weirdly. You'd think it'd be quite like a non-offensive bit of an innocuous topic, but there are real like proper debates and arguments about it online. And there are people who really hate the idea of New Year's resolutions and that pressure for us to change once the year does. And there are others who see it as a time that can be really motivating to make those alterations and help to establish better habits or routines or whatever. New Year's resolutions actually date back to ancient times. Literally like 4,000 years ago, ancient Babylonians believed that if they stuck to their resolutions, the gods would favour them. So this is like proper set in stone of, you know, the fabric of society. And the tradition has continued through the ages. So there really must be something in it. I spoke about this a bit in my Law of Attraction podcast. Last New Year's, 22-23, I stayed in with my friend Olivia and we made vision boards. We got a few magazines from the shops and some big A1 sheets of paper. Actually, is A1 big? Or is it small? I don't know. I don't know about paper sizes, but whatever a big sheet of paper is called, And then we focused on what we wanted to manifest and achieve in 2023. And then we went through the magazines. And if we found sentences or headlines or whatever that really stood out to us, 
We cut them out and stuck them on our boards. And then we wrote out our hopes and our goals on them. I didn't achieve everything on my vision board, but I got more than enough. Podcast success is written on there in big, bold letters right in the middle. And I hadn't actually been approached by Sony then. I signed with them in July 23. And so far, it has been a success. So that was great. That came true. There was lots on there about holidays and traveling. And I didn't go anywhere in 2023. Didn't even leave London. So that obviously clearly didn't work. But at the time, as I was saying in the Law of Attraction podcast, I was living in a dark, dingy, moldy basement flat. So most of my manifestations were about a new home. I put new home full of love with an ensuite bathroom. And I cut out from a magazine this this sentence that said, a space to entertain and let the light in. And I love our perfect home. More to see, more to do. These were all the little cutouts that I had. And in April, I was incredibly lucky to find the most amazing flat For a price that I was, well, barely fucking able to afford. But anyway, I was the first person to view it. And because I was the first person to view it, I fucking got it. I was so lucky because in this climate, I don't know if any of you have dealt with the rental market, particularly in London recently. If you don't view it first, you ain't getting it. That's that's the end of it. People were actually trying to outbid me, even though I'd already put down my deposit, was already in there. People were offering my landlord like a grand a month more than me. So... Honestly, feel extremely lucky to have had it. So it is the lightest, brightest home and the best views. So I felt like those things really came true. And for the first time in six years, I've been able to have people over. I've had parties with my family and friends. And now mine has become the house where people want to chill, where my previous flat was absolutely, I mean, you couldn't fit more than about three people in the living room. So it's been really fulfilling to look back on that from a year ago and see that even though I didn't achieve all my goals, I made big progress and some of my dreams really did come true. It's a great thing to do in January and I would really recommend it. It's not too late just because it's the 8th or whatever it is now. You can do this literally any time of the month or any time really. There is absolutely no reason why it has to be in January. But of course, January is that typical time when everyone decides to take stock and make changes. There are lots of people who actually make fun of that whole idea of trying to make changes in January or be a new year, new me type of person. You see it every year on social media. People absolutely belittling new year, new me posts. I actually just read an article on a website called HITC.com about the Twitter or X, as we now call it, annual mockery of the new year, new me posts. And this piece starts like this. Brace yourselves, it's nearly the end of 2021 and you know what that means? The dreaded new year, new me posts are coming. Every year these annoying posts take over social media as people strive to be a different, new and better version of themselves in the new year and it never works. And by the second week of January, everyone is back to their usual selves. If you, like almost everyone, find these posts incredibly aggravating, you'll definitely laugh at some of these memes. I just thought, why is she so angry? Why does she find it so aggravating? And one of the memes that she shares is, it's a picture of a snake shedding its skin and it's captioned, girls be like, new year, new me. It's always fucking piss take of women for trying. Do you remember that picture that went viral on socials, which was a black woman walking upstairs and she was, I think she was like taking new things into the next year or she was letting go of things or whatever. And people just ripped the piss out of that and like started adding stupid things onto it because they just want to rip the piss out of women for trying 
to be better or do I don't know. It's just such hatred and not even for the concept of new year, new me, but for women who buy into the concept. The, the, the hatred is attached to the people, not to the concept. And it's just bizarre. It's also, you know, have you ever seen that gym meme that goes around every year? It's got a picture of a gym in January and it's obviously absolutely packed. And then a picture underneath where the gym is empty and it says gym for the rest of the year. And people always seem to post that with this kind of like, look at all these people trying to get fit in January and like ruining my fucking gym for me. But ignore those twats. I, I do feel that that post absolutely comes from a narcissistic place of wanting to let everyone know that you train all year round. So you're better than them. You're better than these people who just try a little thing in January. They're not. They're idiots. There are actually a lot of articles online about how New Year's resolutions are bad for us. Apparently, 64% of people have forgotten their resolutions within a month, according to Forbes. So I guess aiming for something and then quickly failing at it is worse for your mental health than not even trying at all. Maybe that's the theory. But I just don't understand the venom for it. You don't have to buy into it. You don't have to make changes yourself or become a new person for this year yourself. But why make fun of people who do? I don't get it. And honestly, as I said, you don't need a new year to make changes. Literally, you can just say right now, this is my goal, whatever it is. And within five minutes, you could be doing something to work towards that. If you want to stop smoking, throw the fags in the bin. If it's to be more healthy, you could get up and go for a walk right now or do some Pilates at home, watch a YouTube video and follow along or have one glass of wine instead of two. You can take action at any time. But I find it easier to have a starting point. I'm a like, I will start on Monday kind of person because that gives me something to reach towards. It gives me like a motivating factor because committing to changing your life at like 2 p.m. on a Thursday just doesn't feel right somehow. But why not? You know, we can change anytime. Change does feel scary to humans, though. Our brains do not like it. They get into a pattern and routine. And then when we try to change it, our brains aren't sure if that change is a good thing or not. So it wants to revert back to habit to protect us. It's survival. You're fighting a war with your own brain every time you want to change or make resolutions. So having a set point, a date to work towards, like New Year's Eve, can really help you plan towards stopping or starting whatever it is that you're doing. The fact that I keep going to better health as a resolution is because it's definitely mine. I read a piece in Stylist by Matt Haig where he makes the point that the idea of completely disregarding our previous selves and feeling the need to transform can be a really damaging one. He goes on to say that the idea that we need to lose weight or earn more money to be a better version of ourselves can be more harmful than good. And I really agree, actually. It fits really into the law of attraction stuff that I spoke about again in my previous podcast. It's not about going, I need to lose weight and then I can be happy or I need to find a man and then I can be happy. It's about aiming to be content and at peace with where you are now instead. But if you're someone who has been having a rough ride with dating, constantly meeting fuck people and time wasters, narcissists and situationship junkies like we all fucking do if we're on this outrageous dating scene at the moment, then you might find it useful to start off with some dating resolutions. You might find it useful to give yourself some promises about how you're going to date in 2024, especially if your dating up until now has been a bit lacking, you know, a bit shit, not been serving you well. 
So these, based off my inbox, are the resolutions that I think most need to be made in the dating world for 2024. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Hi guys, it's me and I'm here to tell you about another Sony Music Entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. If you are dating, please make it such a resolution that you will run at the first sign of big red flags. We are actually getting way better at spotting them. I have had so many people, so many of my followers have followed me from like when I first started and I really see the difference in how people are becoming so much clearer about what is a red flag. But sometimes what worries me is that we're not taking that action to run when we need to. And it's it's just so hard to do, especially if we're a bit like, mm, yeah, that is a red flag, but everything else is really great. You know, it can be really hard. But if we spot the big red flags, we have to make a promise to ourselves that we will take the serious ones seriously. Another really important resolution for 24 is to resolve to raise the bar higher. So many of my questions are from amazing women who deserve excellence, but who describe men who live in their own cars because they just came out of prison for domestic abuse as amazing. And I'm not even kidding. You've seen my questions. They're so often like, I'm with the most amazing man. The only problem is that he's been sexually harassing my mum and he lives in a bin down the road. And we're at the point where it's not even weird for women to feel this way. The bar has been drastically low for such a long time and it's hard not to give 10 stars to a man just because he can spell and has a job and sees his own children. We must raise the bar higher. We must have higher and greater expectations for what we will and won't tolerate in a partnership. A lot of us need to make the resolution to have fulfilling and pleasurable sex and to learn our own needs and to communicate them when we don't feel like our sexuality is being fully fulfilled. Not everyone, but for many, sex and sexuality can be such a big part of our identities and our needs. And if we're in relationships, it is so easy to fall into periods of no sex or sex by numbers, so easy to stop feeling sexy. Let's resolve to have better sex and better orgasms and to communicate our needs this year. Let's make a resolution to have the confidence to dead it when we need to. 
It can be so tough to end things, even when they're not serving us well. We can be so scared of being alone that we'll hang around in pain or just in something that we know is not going to last for way too long. We have to gain that confidence that being single is fine, that we're enough on our own, that we're okay on our own, and that we do not need this dead weight relationship to keep going. Have that confidence to dead it when you need to and get therapy. Make a resolution for 2024 to heal you, to unravel the shit and process it. Get into therapy if you can. I know it's not an option for everybody because of costs. You could put yourself on a waiting list through your GP if you feel that you need it. You could look at the BCAP website for therapists on there. And there's links also to find people who are uh, training to be therapists. So you get, you know, a cheaper deal. But if you can get therapy and you think you need it, go and get it. Nothing will help you more than that. But there's lots about therapy, you know, don't just find one therapist and think this was shit because they didn't get you. Go to different therapists if you need to and find one that fits and then watch your life change. And finally, my biggest resolution to myself and to many of you out there is work on your limerence. Do not just fall into a thing of going like, I know I'm a limerent person now. I get what this is now. So I'm just going to lean into my limerent lunatic self. No, work on your limerence. Notice it. I promise you that you will have a better and easier dating experience if you are a limerent person, if you actually work on that part above all else. I know that my limerence is the thing that has talked me out of a lot of situations that could have probably been good. So if you need to work on it, work on it. Read the books, listen to my limerence podcast, get therapy, do all the things that I said in the limerence podcast and sort your shit out. So anyway, you could do all of that and try to have a better 2024, but you could also not. You know what I mean? You don't need to make a resolution. If you've made a resolution at the beginning of the year and it's now the 8th and you've already done whatever it is that you've resolved not to do, don't beat yourself up. You're fine. You will be okay. You don't need to feel disappointed in yourself or like you've let yourself down. It is what it is. You are human. I could go on with this list of resolutions and things that would make my life fucking better, but I'm going to pass it over to you lot on my Instagram. What dating resolutions are you making or have you made? Head over to at la la la, let me explain, to carry on this discussion. If you're listening on the day it comes out, obviously we'll be discussing something totally different if you're listening on a different day. Sorry about that. Maybe you need to make a resolution to listen to my podcasts immediately in future. Anyway, I love you. Hope you do have the best 2024 ever, ever, ever. And I hope we stick together for it. I will see you very soon. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.